Well, praise the Lord, brothers and sisters in Christ, prayer partners, listening audience. This is Sister Karen Civils. The name of this podcast is Prayer Changes Things. We pray, Father, that you be high and lifted up, be glorified. Jesus, we thank you for your shed blood on Calvary for the remission of our sins. For God, you so loved the world that you gave your only begotten Son, that whomsoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And so, Holy Spirit, we're asking you, too, to lead, guide, and direct us into all truth, Father, that you, hallelujah, will have your way, Heavenly Father, as we continue, Lord, to rejoice in who you are, Father, and come together, Lord, as you commanded us to do, Lord, to neglect not the assembly one with another, but also, Father, to pray without ceasing. And so, Lord, we're just trusting and believing, Lord, that you will have your way in this podcast. We will be blessed and edified, hallelujah, and you glorified. And it is in Jesus' name we pray, amen, hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord. I just wanted to say that there is a time in our lives when uh, we uh, go in and out of situations and things tug a war with us and we keep asking questions and it's only when we come into the presence of the Lord where we can find the answers and all that we need in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. In the presence of Jehovah God Almighty of peace troubles vanish hearts are mended in the presence of Scriptures tell us, praise God, that um, there shall no evil happen to the just, but the wicked shall be filled with mischief, Proverbs 12 and 21. And it seems today that there is much mischief going on in our homes, in our personal lives, in our communities, and throughout the world. And I'd like to be transparent today and talk about mental health and to be mindful that studies and experts and professionals are certainly emphasizing that poor mental health 
um, in the lives of many people minimizes potential, minimizes the ability to cope, and minimizes the ability to work. And those three aspects in the life of someone who's going through a stressful time can certainly diminish who we are in our value and our purpose and our identity with Christ. And of course, we know that when we have issues regarding our mental health, that our ability to make contributions to our families, to our communities, has somehow been tampered with or dampened is what I really want to say. And the fire is going out. And that is why stress is such an important part of understanding the effects that it has on our mental health. I was uh, talking to uh, one of our prep uh, warriors who has also, again, been on the Prayer Changes Thing podcast with many others. And uh, we were talking about the issues that are going on in Liberia. And of course, he is Shadrach Kotawali, and he was the last person to be interviewed by way of this podcast um, in the winter. Now we're into summer, praise God. And I I just like to say that, um, you know, in feeling distressed and the pandemic that many of us have been going through and understanding Brother Shadrach's um, ministry regarding prisons and the stress that certainly uh, one encounters just being incarcerated and families as well, that everybody um, feels distress and everybody is feeling the distressors of life. And the thing we have to understand is that it will affect your health and well-being. And if we're not careful, it will cause us to experience disorder, which means we are not functioning properly. That includes children and young people, adults and the elderly, and uh, groups of people all over the world. No, not one is exempt from experiencing stress in our communities regarding safety, lack of employment or education, political issues. Prayer partners, peer pressure and bullying certainly are a big issue among our children. Financial debt and sickness, death and dying, and Lord knows homelessness and physical and mental abuse and addictions. <laughs> identity. Some people are even um, suffering from identity crisis and physical and spiritual and emotional crises and the stigma of mental health. And that's what I really want to talk about today. And uh, I'd like to share with you, if I may, a excerpt from one of my favorite journalists. Her name is Lucy Ash, and she is a part of the World BBC Service Radio and Network. And she certainly has a heart for 
the people on foreign soil. And I listen to her from time to time, especially when I am in um, West Africa. So I'd like to share with you an excerpt from October 2019. Uh, Lucy Ash is driven by passion for justice and human rights and issues uh, on the character that certainly has everything to do with those who are in the margins of society. And so I'd like to share with you one of the conflicts that is taking place in Liberia, even as we speak, that um, has dropped out of the headlines until now. And in many ways, Pastor Carter Wally um, and his ministry is affected by um, this particular um, uh, journal. So, documentary. So I'd like to share that with you now. So please um, listen and then we will return. Us. 
It's not our end to go fight war. Near the red light market, I meet Dayuga, a former child soldier. Aged just 15, he was put in charge of one of the infamous SBUs, or Small Boys Unit. That was one of the most feared battalions under the rebel leader and convicted war criminal Charles Taylor. The underage soldiers committed all manner of atrocities under the influence of hard drugs. The hard people that came and they brought the drugs to us. That if we take these straws, we will not sleep. We will keep battling, we keep fighting. Who are the people who brought the drugs? Charles Taylor, soldiers, our commander. And what kind of drug was it? We take cocoa, we take tar. So cocaine and heroin. When you take the drugs, you'll be very active. But if no drugs in you, you feel weak, you feel sick. Dayuga is among those at a drop-in centre run by the Young Women's Christian Association at a disused water treatment plant next to the market. That's just an excerpt from the uh, documentary that Lucy Ash um, did in December of 2019. Certainly we have, uh, that was pre-COVID, and now we're into um, COVID, and we'd like to say uh, post-COVID, but we're not sure about that. Certainly there are uh, different aspects of the virus that continue to um, rear its ugly head in different countries and throughout the world and even here in the United States. So I I know, praise God, that we just heard some, um, certainly some sad and um, some devastating um, information regarding the ravages of war in Liberia and in removing the stigma of mental health. It is so important because if someone's mind is not right, Oftentimes, that person is the last one to know. Physical environments can be a factor, and certainly we heard that with uh, the interviews that uh, Lucy Asha had with several people in Liberia. And just because some individuals are born healthy uh, but grow up in different environments, it's not only here in the United States but across the continents throughout the world that people are dealing with stress and mental health issues. Prayer partners, I'm just making an appeal that we must be prayerful and sensitive to understand that in order to eradicate stigma, we must talk about it and normalize it because mental health is a true illness. It is a true disorder. It is a disorder of the brain, just like any other organ in your body that gets ill. It really doesn't matter if it is from a disorder that comes from something that has gone wrong in one's brain, whether or not it's organic source or from stress. Truthfully, we just need to realize that it is a disorder. And the good news is, praise God, stigma regarding mental health is getting better. The number one reason, surprisingly, that people are not receiving mental health services is due to the cost of the services. Many low and no-income people who have not 
have the advantage of mental health care beginning to seek help. They're beginning to, praise God, with their mental health. Um, there is treatment, but it is expensive. And it is tied to employment benefits many times. The employed, the unemployed, the disadvantaged persons suffering from depression and trauma are not afforded and cannot afford mental health services. That often takes time to treat properly. And here in the yet broken healthcare system here in the United States, it is still somewhat better here than in other parts of the world. So I'd just like to pray right now before a hallelujah we go any further with this podcast. Father, I thank you, Lord, for who you are, Lord, and how you're able, Father God, Lord, though we are troubled on every side. We pray, Father God, Lord, that we as believers, hallelujah, are not distressed, Lord, and we are not perplexed, or we are not in despair, Father, though persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed. And Lord, we know that there are many in the world who are, Father God, Lord, that feel like they're forsaken, Father God. But we know, Father God, hallelujah, that you're able to do a work in each and every one, hallelujah, throughout the world, Lord, if we just fix our eyes upon you. And you, Lord, you're good. You're a stronghold in the day of trouble. And we know that if we trust in you, Father, we can, Father God, hallelujah, Allow our hearts, Father God, to receive, Lord, from you, Lord, comfort, Father God. You promised you would not leave us comfortless, Father. You said you'd come to us, Lord. So I pray that we continue, Father, to concentrate on you and to share your good news with others, Lord. Hallelujah. And those, Father God, who are in um, need, Father God, of uh, treatment for mental health, Lord, including believers, Lord, we pray, Father God, Lord, that you will come and you will rescue us, Father, as we cast all our cares upon you because you care for us, Lord. And we know, God, that you shall wipe away the tears from our eyes and there shall be no more death, no more sorrow, no more crying, neither shall there be any more pain. For the former things are passed away, Father, if we only believe that you're able, Father God, hallelujah, to be, Father God, Lord, not only our Savior, hallelujah, but to allow us, hallelujah, to enter into eternal life as we put our trust in you, Lord, and, and live a life, Father God, Lord, that truly has faith that you're able to do exceeding abundantly above all we could ask or think according to the power that works within us. And amen, amen, and amen. So this is a podcast that is long overdue, and i uh, just um, thank God that he's given me the opportunity to um, share, praise God, a little bit of uh, what's going on in the world and where we are, no matter who we are, that there is something that we all need to pray about for ourselves and for others regarding stress issues and, and uh, trauma issues. And so I just wanted to give you an update on Pastor Quadawali and what's been going on in his life. And uh, then I will share with you a praise report, I believe. So here is Pastor Kodawali. And Brother Shedrick, how are you? Hello. Hi, good morning, Brother Shedrick. How are you? 
How are you doing, Mommy? I'm fine. I'm fine. Are you? I'm good. I'm good. I just need, um, Brother Shadrick, for you to give me an update on your prison ministry. How's it going? Basically, now we we are focusing now on the, the street, the street guys, the Zogos, the Wokos Zogos. We are already focusing on them now. The COVID caused us to slow down on the prison ministry, but the guys who are in the street who are doing uh, the uh, addict, the drugs addicts, we are working with them. So basically, now we are we are focusing on on the Zogos. Okay. I'm blessed to hear that because I know that there was an event that happened two weeks ago that certainly um, left Liberia up in arms regarding um, any kind of outdoor ministry events because of the Zogos. Yeah. Okay. So the, 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 stamping, the stamping that happened somewhere around uh, uh, the town area, uh, people speculate that they are the ones who did it, but it is far beyond that. I, I think it's political motivated. It has some political uh, thing surrounding that. Okay. Praise God. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to make sure, because I know that there's been some folk praying about your prison ministry, and I wanted to yeah. um, make sure that they had um, some input from you regarding an update as to um, how... Um, the Lord is blessing you and your outreach ministry. Yeah, uh, we, 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 have been, we have been moving, especially on the, this other side of side of the eye that have to do with the, as I said, the, the, the Zogos or the street guys. They are, they are doing much better because we are working with some of them. Some of them, uh, the change, we've seen the change of... Uh, is, is coming every day. And some of them, they are even uh, being part of our church activities now because those ones that we, uh, through the special grace of God, we saw the gift in them. We decided to work with them so they can, they can uh, speed up with their uh, recovery. Yeah, so we are paying attention basically on them now. Okay. But as time goes by, as time go by, we are going to resume the prison ministry. Okay. Praise God. So how can we pray for you and, and what outreach um, ministry the Lord has you involved with now? Yeah. Uh, our prayer our prayer is uh, for God to connect us with partners because working with these guys is, is not easy. So we are praying that God will help us financially, morally, it will help us with every resources in order to reach out to many, many young men and women that are vulnerable, especially out there. Let God help us and give us the capacity where we can reach out to more because we want to do more, but our, our capacity for now is small. So we want to we want to stretch out, and we are praying to God to help us in that direction. Amen. Amen. Well, I thank you for that, because I know with with little, it is much in the hands of God. So we're praying yeah. that the Lord will continue to be your everything, your portion, and that the Lord Amen. do a supernatural work in your outreach ministry. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
Well, that was, praise God, a word from Pastor Kodawali regarding what's going on in Liberia. And um, for an update, uh, Liberia has now been um, given one point something billion dollars to um, address the Zogos and um, that which is going on in, in the streets with people who need help and are desperate. And because they are desperate, they are uh, involved with desperate measures. So the uh, one point plus billion dollars is uh, directed towards sports and youth ministries as well as health ministries and partnerships um, and a collaboration. So we pray for Brother Kodawali that he will be involved in in the collaboration as a um, minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ and to be encouraged to praise God as we continue to pray for him. And we ask that we will continue, hallelujah, to be mindful of what's going on in our own country and not um, push it underneath a, uh, a basket or a bushel and ignore the needs that we have in our own lives and in the needs, praise God, that others have in their lives to have good and healthy um, life as well as um, mental health. So I'm looking forward to talking to you on another time. Hopefully it'll be soon. And uh, to know that Jesus loves you and I love you too. And uh, I just wanted to um, just share one more scripture, praise God. And I hope this is appropriate regarding this podcast. And it comes from Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 through 5. Judge not that ye be not judged. For with what judgment you judge, ye shall be judged. And with what treasure ye meet, I should say, I'm sorry, measure you meet, it shall be measured to you again. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considerest not the beam that is in thine own eye? Or how wilt thou say to his brother, Let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye. Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the mote out of thy brother's eye. Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 through 5. So I pray, hallelujah, that we will continue to love God with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our might, our mind, every part of our body, and to love our neighbor as ourselves, and to pray for each other, praise God, and encourage each other, praise God, and tell each other, hallelujah, about the good news. Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus delivers, and he sets the captives free. God bless you. Until next time, this is Sister Karen Civils, and may the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another. And remember, prayer changes things. It certainly is changing me. God bless you.